getting ready for a brand new Monday podcast. Welcome to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. Yep. Where we talk about fitness, food, motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself, Stretch Roberts. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Here is your host, Stretch. Ah, here I am. It is that time of the week when we kick it off with a brand new episode of Fat to Fit or Else. Shout out to everyone for checking in and listening to the podcast all over the world. Appreciate the hell out of you guys. And... I am stoked to be rolling out another week. I'm a week closer to um, surgery. I can tell you this. I don't know what has happened. And I'm imagining there's some mental aspect to this. I am in pain. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's, I'm throwing in the towel this week. And I am going to go and call my doctor today and say... I need pain medicine. And you know what's weird? And remember, I'm a person who does not drink alcohol and does not do drugs. It's not my thing. I am 100%. I wouldn't say I'm a sober dude because I've never been an addict. I, I worked in the addiction field, and that really is what put me to being sober, just seeing that and seeing how awful it is and how there's no upside to it how bad it is and then having diabetes I can't drink alcohol now anyways I hadn't drank for five or six years before I ever had diabetes but anyway it is uh, bad news if you've got the diabetes to be drinking alcohol and I know for a fact when you go to the doctor and you say I'm in pain give me something like I want something I want something because I'm going to medicate the pain because I'm in pain and they will not give it to you. And my doctor knows me and my doctor knows I'm not a script chaser. I'm not in there going, man, I really need some drugs. And like today it was so bad at points over the weekend. My wife's like, look, just go to urgent care and get some pain meds. And I said, no, because I know what happens. You go in there and they're like, oh, this drug addict's in here like med seeking. And that's what druggies do. They they make up some pain or, or even a real pain or a real you know, ailment and they go in and they try to get pain meds so they can get high for a week or so. And they'll take 30 days of pills and blow them out in a couple of days because they're addicts. And because of them is why you can't get pain meds. You can't get, like, it's hard to get them. Now, if you've got an ongoing condition, your doctor knows you, they will give them to you and watch you. But also doctors are afraid to get sued. They don't want to get sued because your monkey butt got addicted to pain meds on their watch. They're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was trying to, I was giving you what you, I was trying to help you. And they're like, yeah, but you're the doctor. You should know better. Yeah. You don't know how bad the pain is. I got, uh, what's happened now. The foot is the worst. Like the foot hurts. I'm, I'm going to say I have three to four times more pain from my foot than I do in my shoulder. And that's new. That's come about. That's not in my head. That thing. I know what it is, but it's, come about and really came on strong when I had the foot thing wrapped up and handled, I thought. Now it's a new problem, which is there's a lot of issues with my feet. A lot. It's ridiculous. So that is uh, going down today. I'm going to pick up the phone, call my doctor. My doctor typically will only give me something strong like, that to take at night, but 
I mean, I'm eating freaking ibuprofen like candy right now. I am down to those things, and that's not incredibly good for you. I also have to stop taking any pain medication here. Uh, I think 10 days out from surgery, I got to get off of that. A lot of that thins your blood, and they don't want you to bleed. I'm also on daily aspirin I got to stop taking. There's a lot of crap going on here soon. Also, I have a very, very, very busy week at work this week, and that is all in the middle of a crap storm, which we are currently enduring here in Southern California. Apparently, they say it started last night. I know I got an emergency alert to my cell phone yesterday from the city of L.A. saying, Bomb, big storm, now through Wednesday. Take cover. Hide the training. Oh, the sky is falling. <laughs> Just wait a minute. We seriously are at that. That's what we do here in Los Angeles. We freaking say stay home. It's raining. I know there's mudslides and there's awfulness and, and that is bad. What is weird though are all the the trees and all the stuff seem to fall after the rain. So we'll get let's give it three days of solid rain, which we're supposed to get now through a Wednesday. And we'll get that. And there'll be troubles on the freeway and bad drivers and flooding and you know, storm drains filled up with junk from the homeless people. Did I say that? And then uh, after that, the trees will start falling over or the mudslides come after that. It's always weird. And I live in a mudslide area. In fact, I spent the only thing I did all weekend. I didn't leave my house Saturday. In fact, I took a nap, like a five hour nap on Saturday after getting up. I, I can't sleep in because of the, the pain. And I got up, and then I I squeezed out a five-hour nap. I was stoked on that. And then nothing. Watch television. I do have a new show. It's a new guilty pleasure, and I am late to the party on this. i clicking through Hulu, and I don't know how I even stopped on it, but it's a show out of Canada called Letter Kenny. And I have a spot in my heart for Canadians. I love Canadians. The time I spent at SiriusXM doing the stretch show, I fell in love with Canadians. They are awesome, and they're my people. You guys don't know or not, but maybe you do. I'm a big, giant redneck from the great state of Alabama. The Canadians are just like me with a different accent. It's it, like I don't have the southern accent, but they've got a, a the whole Canadian thing going on. In fact, this show is so Canadian, it's hard to understand. That's how great it is. It is super Canadian. I, I love this show. It's just funny. And it's got 11 seasons, and I'm just now halfway through the first season. I got into it just uh, Sunday, so I'm like, this is awesome. And the only thing I did on Sunday was get up, go to church, and then stopped at the hardware store to get some stuff for the gutters on my house, knowing we are about to get a lot of rain. I found two of my gutters at the bottom just filled to where leaves and dirt, you know, dirt, there's dust on the house and the house gets dusty, just like everything outside gets dusty, like your car gets dusty. Imagine how much dust is on your house, then it rains and it washes down the gutter. So you get dirt and debris in there. Two of my uh, drains were filled with solid, muddy crap that then had roots growing in it. And I had to clean those out and reroute a couple of our spigots that were, uh, I think were wrong. So I, I did that, so got that done, and then came back in and started watching my great Canadian show, Letterkenny. It's, 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 if you watch it, you're going to be like, Stretch, this show is horrible. What are you talking about? But there's something about it that I just 
love I love those those uh, uh, the redneck Canadians for lack of a better term I don't know what, what the uh, Canadian word is roughnecks whatever but they're freaking awesome I love it and I love that show so good stuff it's on Hulu um let's get into I have a study I have two articles to talk about today one is the benefits of staying physically active now we all know that it's healthier to be fit than to be fat but I can tell you it's a lot more pain-free to be fat than to be fit I'm living testament to that one but here's some of the benefits that you get from working out and they say you have a reduced risk of dementia and depression it's good because I think I have dementia already. Sometimes I look in the mirror and say, damn, I'm I'm a, a mind slip away from being Joe Biden is where I am. Uh, you have lower incidence of hypertension and diabetes. Already got both of those. So it's good to lower those or control them. Uh, improved bone and cardiovascular health. That is good. I need that. Improved sleep quality. I don't have that because of the working out. The pain is from working out and I lack sleep because of that. So they're wrong on that one for me. But here's the big one of this entire uh, study. Reduced risk of death from heart disease, cancer, and all other causes. Yes, all other causes. They say all-cause mortality risk decreases, meaning a person's risk of dying for any reason. And they say by being somewhat physically active, there's a 30% lower risk of dying than those who are inactive. So going to the gym three days a week, I would say, is somewhat active. You see that percentage climbed as people performed more physical activity. So if you're really fit, it drops even more. Now you're like, wait a minute, what are we talking about here? You got to live in the gym and be a gym rat stretch? You want me to be a cardio queen? No, that is not what I'm saying. Because I didn't make this stuff up. I'm just reading it to you from an article I found. And here's what they say. The who. Who? Who? The who. That's who. Not the band who. The who who. The World Health Organization. You know, those geniuses that brought us COVID. Well, they say adults, including older adults, should perform at least 150 minutes of moderate intensity cardiorespiratory activity or 75 minutes of vigorous intensity cardiorespiratory activity. Uh, and they say in some combination of the two each week, 75 minutes a week of vigorous or 150 minutes of moderate. And so right now where I have it dialed down to where I'm doing three days a week, that's what I'm doing and, and trying to stay you know, what I'm trying to do is stay at a plateau right now. I'm trying to not blow up like a fat whale again, and I'm trying to keep my muscle gains and keep the fat away and just maintain what I've done by doing the three days a week. But that is definitely within the thing because in those, I do at least an hour at the gym on those three days. So that is more than 150 minutes, and that's all you need according to this story. That's pretty good. That's that's really good, as a matter of fact. They say uh, most older adults, however, these guidelines represent long-term goals rather than a starting point. If you are new to exercise or are currently less active, don't run into the gym and start trying to throw the plates around or you blow your shoulder out, you old fart. 
That's what happened to me. That's exactly what happened to me. Take it easy, old timer. Get in there and pump your brakes and take it easy. That's what you should do. I didn't do that. I went. I was just like, all right, this is how I've always done it. I'm just going to keep doing it. And then I, I didn't take into consideration my advanced old geezer ass age when I went to do this. So that's very important to take it easy and then build to that. I know like right now, though, I'm blowing past 150 minutes and that's even with a gimp foot and a gimp arm. I'm I'm getting it done, doing more than what is necessary for that study. So that that is good. That, and, and it's good to hear these things. It's good to know these studies, even though some of them are absolute malarkey. I can tell you it is good to hear them and just know you're doing the right thing. Because as much as I know, I am, I would, if I was still just fat and wankering, sure, I'd be really close to death, but I would not be in pain right now. I'd be like, man, I'm fat and happy. Oh, my pants don't fit. Oh, bent over and blew out the ass. Look at that. That's what I'd be doing, but I'd be, I'd be stoked about it at least. All right. Then I have another study and Ah, you guys know I'm a weirdo. You know I love the UFO stories. I found a listing, a breakdown of all the reported UFO sightings in each of the 50 states. And I can tell you, hands down, without a doubt, uh, us California people are the UFO champions of the world. Out of all of the reports... Uh, in the year, 16,238 were reported in California. We're also the most populous state in the union. That's got a lot to do with it. But 16,000 in California alone. Uh, my friends in Colorado, everybody uh, kicking it up in Denver, uh, 3,281 in comparison. Now, granted, that population's way, way lower. The homeland, uh, great, uh, the great state of Alabama, 1,403. Alaska, which is, you hear tons of stories of UFOs and stuff like that, only had 642. Maybe Alaskans don't report them, or is it there's just not very many Alaskans? I don't know. Maybe there's more happening there. But to what's weird, Florida is another very, very, very populated state. They only had 8,000. They had half of what California had. Georgia, being a pretty small state, is 2,700. That's solid. Uh, Illinois, where, you know, Chicago, there's a big population hub there, 4,200. And then, you know, most states, Massachusetts, 2,700, big city there. Missouri, here, but how about this one? New Mexico, 1,600. That's the UFO capital of the world, apparently. Uh, New Mexico, and they only had 1,600. Nevada only had 1,700, and they're another big one. Uh, New York, where a huge population area, only 5,900. Pennsylvania, 5,047. So California blowing everyone away. Uh, Another really big one, considering, and this is probably the biggest, most impressive one, considering it is a state that does not have anywhere near the population of California, and it's got 7,230, and that is in Washington. A UFO hotspot there in Washington, 7,230. So take that with a grain of salt or whatever you want. But that is my UFO story this week. I love the UFO stories. I see them and I'm like, you know what? 
I know I'm supposed to be talking about exercise, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, talk about UFOs. This is what I do. Um, over the weekend, I got into the gym on Friday and got a workout in. And a couple times last week, I was like, you know, I'm just going to go and do some cardio. And then I got in and I lifted. I will always, if I can get the leg machine, a leg press machine, I will always do legs. Get in there and do that. And I did that three days last week. I did legs. I'm not going to say it was a leg day because I only hit the two machines on legs, but hit them from the different angles. Get in what I can. That's what I'm really, really trying to do. And if you know this or not, your legs are the biggest muscles in your body. You'll burn more calories doing leg work. Yeah, having, I can, as a person who's had bad knees, I have no, knock on wood, no problems at all with my knees in the last, since I've started this. And I've taken it easy, but I've also gained a lot of muscle in my legs by building up areas where there's, you know, some problems. I'm going to have to get back in once I get through, uh, I guess, my physical therapy after the shoulder surgery. I got to I gotta pump my shoulders back up because it's the best defense against re-injuring them. It really is. Now, granted, if catch-22 for me because going too hard, tear the freaking tendon loose from the bone again, and then I'm effed. So I got to do the stretching, do all the physical therapy, Take it easy, but I've got to start strengthening that area again because it is lagging and it has been lagging this entire time. So you got an area. I I know it works because my knees right now are probably better than they've been in 20 years. Like it's been a long time that my knees have felt as good as they do. And that's just from doing a lot of leg work is more leg work than I've ever done. I've always had such bad knees that I would avoid leg training or couldn't do leg training. I can't do lunges. Um, squats are kind of a pain, but I've really got into using the leg press machines and it is great burning calories and hopefully growing my legs. I look, I, I can see it, but I no one else looks at me. No one looks at me and goes, dude, that dude's got some tree trunk legs. Cause that's not happening. I do not have tree trunk legs. I got scrawny bird legs that are just now starting to be worked that are getting a fill, even though I have had massive calves for a very long time, but that's from being a giant fat ass and walking around. So that's when, and that's what started my foot problems. It's all weird. The overdeveloped working out is what caused my foot problems. Working out's what caused my shoulder problems. Uh, working out's what caused my knee problems. <laughs> so working out brings pain and suffering to your life, yet makes you live longer. So you're going to live longer and suffer more, basically, is what's going to happen if you continue on this workout journey. Man, I did all right this weekend on the food. I didn't particularly go crazy watching it, but I did. I'm not doing well on my um, giving up for Lent. I tried to give up swearing, and I told you my ultimate goal on this is to really, at some point in the 40 days of Lent, to get one day in. One day, right? If I do that, I will be so proud of myself because I'm, I'm really not good at this. I swear a lot. I don't know if you guys are aware. I swear a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, like all the time. It's hard for me to complete a sentence without swearing sometimes. I'm 
really getting good at doing the podcast and not doing it, especially now that I have the um, God Wants to Talk to You podcast going as well. I do not swear there. In fact, but I have, I will be honest with you guys, I have sworn there and I edit it out. I will go back and edit it out. I've stopped it. Now I completely just roll through that and do that in one take, just like I do this one. But I really don't want to swear there. I really want to be a better person. I'm really trying. That is what Fat to Fit or Else is all about. I'm really, really trying to be improved and to be better, and to be a better version of myself and to be better to the people around me. It's what I want to do. And it's another reason why I started uh, the God Wants to Talk to You podcast, because there I just want to help people. I just want hopefully someone to hear it and be like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to read that. And then hopefully steer someone that way would be awesome. That is all I want out of that. So I'm doing that. That's up to episode. That one's short. Uh, It's 15 minutes, but sometimes it's only like 10 and sometimes it's 17, 18 minutes. But it's uh, still going strong. I think I posted uh, today as I post this one comparison. This one's been going since August. And I do typically two a week on this one. And I'm at, I think this is show number 55, I'm pretty sure. This is show 55. And I'm already at show 1415 over on the new one. But... I do more of those. I really, really do. And on here, I feel bad because the point of this was to have the fun torture things when I fail challenges and I just haven't been able to do challenges. And I'm also in so much pain. I don't want to torture myself. I do not want to torture myself while I'm already in massive pain. Oh, man. Um, On a side note, I can tell you the death of radio is complete at this point if you're aware but um radio companies around the world massive massive layoffs and they've been cutting since 2007 when i got fired from terrestrial radio in 2007 was the first big round of massive layoffs and and then I came back at work but after that the, the money just started going away going away going away and that's a hard job and it's not worth doing for very little money because it consumes your life. It absolutely does. It's one of those jobs that it's hard to be healthy. It's hard to have a fitness routine. Now, some people that work in like sales and stuff like that, those slackers can be absolutely fit and have a trainer and do all that stuff because they're slackers and they don't work nearly as hard as the programming people do. I'm dead serious about that. So... Doing radio shows and being a part of a, especially a morning show like I always did is really, really just life consuming. Just like the three job thing I was doing here for the last few years, that's freaking life consuming too. And I was, I'm too old. My body is not ready for it. My health has got to become a priority to me. And that's why I started this and why I'm doing this and why I urge you to do it as well. Do something. Remember, 150 minutes of moderate activity a week, that's not bad. That's pretty mellow. So that means if you went out and did a half-hour walk five days a week, you're killing it. You're absolutely killing it. And it's 
to me, I'm a big believer in strength training, a very big believer in lifting weights. And, and I don't care if you're slamming up the bar only, just get those muscles moving. It, that builds bone strength. It's so good for you to get strength training on top of some cardio. But if you're just getting the walks in, awesome for you. Very, very cool for you. Freaking think you guys should just keep going with that. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And if you get hurt, go to your doctor. Don't be an idiot like me and stay away from the doctor or avoid it for years at a time like I did. It is not good because you'll have problems that maybe you could have had corrected earlier and that wouldn't become a major problem that didn't turn into major problems. I'm seeing this now with my foot. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, ah, oh, my foot hurts. Oh, wow, my foot my foot hurts so bad at night when I roll over. If they touch, it hurts so bad it wakes me up. Not that my shoulder's not throbbing at all times. And this, oh, it's stupid. It is stupid. But I'm going to beat it. And I'm going to come out the other side. And I'm going to be in shape. I'm wondering if I... I'm going to gain or lose weight in the immediate time of recovery. Am I just going to sit here and eat like a fat whale or am I going to sit here doped up on pain meds and not eat and just sleep and be dreary? Because my plan is to have the surgery on Friday and be back at work on Monday, but I am holding on to uh, calling out sick on the Monday and notifying my work. Hey, there's a potential that I may be off on Monday too especially as busy as I'm going to be here in the next couple of weeks at work. There is a lot going on that I will be doing, getting some overtime, which is cool because, like I say, every time I go to the doctor, I take a half day, so the overtime will just offset so that I don't lose any money here in the next couple of weeks, and that is always appreciated when you don't take it in the shorts for going to the damn doctor, and I go to the damn doctor all the time. And if you don't, you should. I shouldn't go all the time, but... Go in, get blood work done, talk to your doctor, tell them what's hurting. Hey, I did this or that, and this is why, and break it down for them and be honest. Don't hide crap from your doctor. I did that. I, for years, had a doctor whom I loved. My, she was a great doctor. My insurance changed, and I, I had to get the new doctor that I have now, who I also love. But that doctor, I went to her, and I realized, all right, I'm going to do blood test, and I knew... I could eat like crap and be my fat, normal stretch. And then, all right, I'm going in. She's going to do blood work. She's going to test this. If I go on a super strict diet for two weeks before I go in there, I'll fool the blood test. And I did that for a long time. A long time. Oh, look, everything looks good. All my numbers are good. Yeah, of course they are. I'm fat and healthy. That's why. I'm fat and spectacular. Oh, you're not. You're not fat and spectacular. You're not fat and healthy. You're fooling yourself, and you were more than likely uh, hiding something that is that they should have caught a long time ago with me. Probably would have been detected if I hadn't have been, you know, manipulating the numbers, doing stupid stuff, because I'm stupid. Have you met me? My name is Stretch, and I'm stupid. But don't do that. You're you're only hurting yourself. Trust me, literally hurting yourself, physically. Aching yourself is what you're doing. Um, I also got, oh my God, who was, I'm going to jump on here and check it out right now. I had someone hit me up on, on Instagram. Rachel hit me up. Rachel hit me up on Instagram 
and gave me a, a video from Instagram. And I've seen this, and it's called the Trust My Wife Challenge. And she's like, hey, you should try that for if you fail a challenge. I can do that. That's not too bad. Even though I'll fail the challenge, I'm always going to fail. So if I put a challenge out there, I'm going to fail. And on this one, it's basically guys sit there with a, a, a solo cup on their head, and then they let their wives get back and throw shoes at them and everything else and try to knock it off. By the way, I, I'm i a way better aim at throwing stuff, obviously, than my wife would be. I don't think I could do that. I think from across the room, I would nail her in the head with a chunkla. Yeah, it'd be bad, but it seems to be funny when the women do it to the guys. And the good news about it, though, is that they're usually such bad throwers, they miss everything completely. You see the shoe whiz by their head. But maybe we do that. I like that one. So thank you, Rachel. We will uh, talk about doing that and pop one of those in there. And then you guys can see my wife bash me upside the head with a shoe. <laughs> It'll be fun. Oh, I... I said, my wife, though, doesn't, what's weird, as much as she would like to bash me upside the head with a shoe, she doesn't like to participate in my shenanigans. She does not find my tomfoolery funny at all. None, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. Like when I put on the uh, freaking shock collars and that, my son thinks it's hysterical and he'll love to do it, but I'm not letting him do it because he freaking can hit hard and throw hard. Kid is a trained fighter. I'm not letting him do anything like that to me. Here, hit me with this. Yeah, he would tee my head off and laugh. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. And my daughter doesn't appreciate my tomfoolery either. She's more like her mother in that sense. She's like, yeah, whatever. No, I'm not. No, her fear is that anyone would ever realize I'm her dad, I think, or that um, she has anything to do with my shenanigans. So... That being said, it is time for me to go. We have hit the end of the show. I will get updates. And maybe I'll come up with a challenge. Maybe I'll try to squeeze a challenge in before I go into surgery. Because once I have surgery, I can't have her throwing stuff at me. So I'd have to do it beforehand. So we'll figure it out. Maybe I'll do a weight loss one or something before I go into the surgery. And that should be fun. You guys, if you are working out, stay with it. Stay dedicated. Stay consistent. And I will talk to you again later this week. So see ya!